0: Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. I'm Erica Menenteau, your host, and in each episode, we'll talk to women about how they are living their most luminous lives. We'll hear about the moments where their beauty, skin, and soul fuse together to pick them up, dust them off, and create change and impact they never thought was possible. It's never easy, and here, they'll share how they did it and what they're doing Next. Katie Diamond is by far the coolest chick on this block. Her sense of style rivals her sense of humor, and we cannot get enough. Once a pre-med major, Katie left Fordham to feed her spirit with a yoga teacher training and a metalwork exploration. Her store in Ridgewood, New Jersey, channels her boho chic sophistication and her team. Oh my god, her team. They channel her sense of humor into all their sparkly things. Thank you so much for doing this, Katie Diamond. Thanks for inviting me. This is so cool that like every time I'm like, Katie, you wanna? You're like, yeah, sure. Okay, let's go for it. I love doing anything with you. Um, uh, I love how like light and spirited you are. And first of all, I did not know you were a pre-med major.
1: Well, I wasn't a pre-med major. I went, okay, so I went to school at FIT first. Okay. Well, first I went to Drew University. I was I never really knew exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. So um I then I transferred to FIT. I knew I was into fashion and beautiful things mm-hmm. and um graduated from there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So really? yes, after that I decided I'd go back um to school okay. for pre med. I thought maybe I wanted to be a doctor.
0: So interesting. Yeah,
1: so um, I started taking classes at Fordham. Yeah. Um, At the same time I did my yoga teacher training and I started taking metalworking classes. So how does that work?
0: How are you like, you just felt a pull towards metalworking?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always liked anything crafty. Like if you ask my mom, I was always making like clothes, like stitching
0: things for my sister
1: growing up. And um, I I just like to do anything with my hands.
0: And then how did metalwork turn into like a career for you?
1: Um, let's see. I I really felt a draw towards it. Now at that time, I had a showroom in New York where mm-hmm. I was representing different designers. So
0: Jewelry designer? Clothing
1: designer. Okay, okay. But it was in like the same industry. There yeah. was a show in New York that we used to do called Designers and Agents. Mm-hmm. So I had all these buyer contacts mm-hmm. and it wasn't like, how it is now, like, I don't, do you watch Portlandia? Like, she's making, no. oh, such, do you? It's such that? a funny show. Um, it's with Fred Armisen. Okay. And yeah. they do a skit, like, she's making jewelry now. And it's, like, okay. how everyone's a jewelry designer. Okay. So, <laughs> when um, I was taking these classes and doing these shows, mm-hmm. um, not everyone was a jewelry designer. Right. So, I put together this very small line and... Um, so cool. And showed it, and our first order was from Calypso on the East Coast and Fred Siegel on the West Coast. I so it was that. like just really amazing and. That's so cool. So yeah. how,
0: how did you decide, like, okay, I'm gonna stop going to school to be a doctor. I'm really oh, gonna. because
1: I was terrible at it. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I, it was not for, you know, it just wasn't for me. I had a job in fashion. That I, every day I was like, I am terrible at this. Yeah. Like, I just didn't feel, I was checking off all the, like, boxes. I was, like, doing it right. But I, it, it didn't feel right. And, yeah. like, I, I guess to for somebody to understand, I think it's a certain type of person who says, I felt a pull towards. Definitely. And, like, that was my
1: father. I grew up, my father was a doctor. He... Um, had such a reward has such a rewarding life from Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and um, I guess I was sort of inspired by that but it just was not the same connection for me
0: (laughs) well I I think it's it's so cool that you were saying like you're okay I'm gonna create a little line how many pieces is the first line that you create Um,
1: it was probably like 20 I'd say and
0: then you tapped into your buyer contacts yeah you were like
1: and it was really like an immediate hit
0: and then that then that's it that's your career
1: That's it. It just worked out. You know, it it just, I got, I mean, so much of it, I think, is luck, too, Mm -hmm. because there's so many talented people. It's just like everything has to fall
0: into line and it's so so now you have the store right this uh-huh. is fast forward like a lot of years later a lot of years later and you have the store are you still fidgeting and metalworking and yeah so basically right now we're opening the
1: second store oh, and cool. um we have a whole workspace downstairs so we're making that like a collective and we're gonna have our jewelry produ- production studio down there um right now we have everything in hackensack so it's like Just not close enough, and Mm -hmm. I don't get to work on the bench as much as I'd like to. Mm -hmm. So now we'll have that um, downstairs, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have friends of ours that have a clothing line um, Mm -hmm. working down there as well. So So it's just gonna be this really cool, collaborative environment.
0: And creative. Yeah. So I feel like, I, you know, I had a career in education and a career in fashion. I had, you know, I jumped around a little bit. And it wasn't until I was working with my hands that things really shifted for me. Yeah. Like, I found myself not particularly adept. Like, I didn't have great fine motor skill, anything like that. But I found myself whenever I was stressed, whenever I needed to focus, I found myself wanting to sit down and do eyelash extensions. And I had never really, I wasn't particularly crafty, anything like that. Do you find that there's a connection for you emotionally with when you're creating with your hands?
1: Absolutely. And I can't ever, like, I have to be in the mood to, to do, do it too. And it depends what I'm creating because some of it, it's like so inspired and um, active, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like my my mind's going and I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. And other times it's like super repetitive and relaxing Mm -hmm. and so it really depends like what i'm working on
0: Mm -hmm. i feel like when you work with your hands and i and i think about this like when they said like you know the trades are dying and things like that there's it, there's such a quieting that goes on of like the noisiness in your mind like even when you're really creative it's like you're I, I find that my mind was like super noisy and like I need to create but then once you're creating it sort of it's like goes like, yeah, it's, it's totally
1: like, like a meditative thing does
0: your team? Create, too? Yes. So no they're worries.
1: super creative. I mean, Kristen is our stamping queen. Like, she um, she also does calligraphy. I so mean, cool. I'm, like, always encouraging her, right. I feel like, to do more of that because mm-hmm. she is so um, – she's super artistic, artistic. and talented. Mm-hmm. And Amanda, too. I mean, she, um, she always has, like, ideas for new styles and designs. Like, it's – I think that – we work in a super supportive and, you know, it's it's not just
0: me doing this. It's like definitely the team. It's so cool. So I yeah. want to jump and really tell everybody the story. I, I, I share pretty often about you that made me like super fall in love with you, which was <laughs> that I was running to grab something to eat on the street and I kept wanting to go into your store. And I was with my business partner Shannon, and she said, "Come on, come on, let's just like go in there." Blah blah. blah. So I had just come from lunch, and we popped in there, and you were in your little back office, mm-hmm. and you were eating lunch. And I was like, "I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to introduce myself." And you were eating a turkey sandwich on a potato roll. <laughs> which hallelujah the best thing ever somebody, the best thing you can have for lunch oh my god so, and i was like oh my god you're eating a potato roll like i feel you know it's good to eat salads and all that kind yes. of stuff but it was just like such a real live, i mean i can't live on salad no, either but i i just felt like it was such like a real girl kind of lunch and i was like hey i have a bag of chips in my bag cuz i just came from lunch i remember do, this do you want some chips and you looked at me and you were like for real i was like yeah you took the chips you take out the chips you open your potato roll take the chips put it on the turkey sandwich smash the potato roll I was like I'm in oh my god I am with starving
1: girl. right now because I had a salad
0: for dinner <laughs> <laughs> but I was like this is a cool girl she's smashing chips on her oh potato roll gosh. turkey and sandwich and it was
1: like besties since then yes
0: and I and I think At that point, even in that moment, we started talking about, you know, how things were, how business was or whatever, and I knew immediately how much you valued your team.
1: Oh, thanks. Which is
0: in complete alignment with how much I value my team. Oh, my
1: God. Absolutely. And
0: I wanted to talk about that because I think that's a differentiating factor. I I think it's what makes so much of the experience in Katie Diamond feel super different, and I think it's what um draws a lot of people into your space but like into like the energy of it because it feels like it's a collective oh. it feels very empowered so how tell, tell me about like your team and and, and like the, how you see it all working out with them kind of thing
1: okay so first of all i think that i treat them so so well and you get that like Feeling when you walk in because they are so good. Yeah. Like they are. I mean, I feel so lucky. No joke. Like they are so responsible. Mm-hmm. They're so committed. Mm-hmm. They care so much. Mm-hmm. Like about what's going on about the brand. They mm-hmm. they buy into the yeah. br- like they are invested in mm-hmm. what we're doing there, so and they're fun. a part of it. You know, yeah. they they are it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so. Cool. I don't know. I mean. Um, how did you I find think,
0: your, your team?
1: Okay, Kristen interned for me so during college. Okay. And as soon as I had an opening, I called her. Mm-hmm. And um, she accepted the job right away. Mm-hmm, and she's so. been with me ever since. Mm-hmm. And Amanda, I put an ad on Indeed.
0: No way. Yes. That's you found Amanda. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So,
1: um, and really, we've had like very, very good luck with um, – the people that we've hired and they've you know stuck with us and even um part-time people we have yeah you have seasonal people sometimes right who are amazing and responsible and care and represent and
0: um i just think like attracts like though and you keep it i don't and i i hate to say like you keep it so positive because i think you do keep it positive but i think you also keep it very real like life happens shitty things in life happen um That's also why I find our conversation so rich. Everything about this podcast is what it takes to be luminous and sparkly and all that is building some of the grit when you go through life's difficult things. Right. But leaning into your support system, leaning into yourself, believing in yourself. And I feel like, you know, you, your team, you've gone through some things. Oh, my gosh.
1: This past year, I feel like we've all had things that we've dealt with and – I mean I don't know if we're just open or that we work so closely together that it's mm-hmm. impossible not to share but we have become each other's like support system and we have been there for each other and you know, covered for each other when things are going on, been shoulders mm-hmm. to cry on. I mean, mm-hmm. you cultivate the exact same thing yeah. here.
0: It, and it's, um, you know, some people say to me sometimes, oh, like, it must be so hard to work with women. And I want to be like, why do you think
1: that? Oh, my God. It's like the most amazing the, thing. Isn't it the greatest? And we've learned so much from each other and and going through these things and how to be stronger and how to let, let go them. and how to... Yeah, really? and,
0: and everybody, I find what's really interesting, you know, I work with, you know, my team is from, I think, 22 up to 50-something, 50 51 maybe, um, and everybody in is in different parts of their life a little bit ahead of the other, right? So I'm even right. learning things from the 22-year-old. Oh, I'm sure. I'm going, oh why didn't I think of it that way or that's another way that I can consider it or she, she leads by example in this way all the way obviously to you know to, to women in their 50s to you know that age like around when you're like turning 30 and things are like oh my god life is right. I'm almost 30 all of that I feel like I'm learning from them all the time and they're learning from me I think it's great to work with women. I do too.
1: I mean, I I can't. We joke around. That's like a no man zone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. It, but do men come and shop in the store? Tons, yes. And so, what's that like? Because I feel like it has it. It's the store is like has obviously a ton of stuff for women. It has like a very feminine vibe. But it, I see when I even drive by you can see that there are like men in there shopping. Yeah.
1: I mean I think that they usually men don't just wander in. They usually come in with either a picture their wife has texted them, mm-hmm. their girlfriend has texted them, something that their daughter would like. Um Sometimes we do help them pick it out. Um, A lot of times our retail store customers, we know because we're such a Mm community-based store. So if if they tell us their wife's name, we can usually say, like, oh, she loves this. Or this would be perfect. Right. You know her. Um, Right. Yeah. So it's usually – it's nice dealing with the men. I mean, they're they just want help. They just want to make their yeah, wives right. they're happy. Just like, like
0: they're just help like, me. yes, right. help me. And that's nice that 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 you guys will help. I think you know some of the feedback I've heard from like even men coming into spas, things like that, are like, I just. I just want to make, want it to be easy. I want somebody to help me. I yes. don't want it to be awkward. And it's so
1: nice, too. Like, I love what I do. Um, one of the reasons I love what I do is because I get to be part of someone's happy moment. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, they're not coming in for anything right. sad or negative. Like, right. this is something that's going to make someone so happy. That's and so cool. Yeah. And it's so sweet when you see someone, you know, if you say, like, oh, she likes this and this. And you know she'd be happy with either one like there's just so much generosity sometimes you know that's husbands so like
0: cool. i should get her both cuz she'd love that you know what oh, i mean it's just like so, so nice cute. what is coming up for Katie Diamond next we've already talked about that you're opening your second location yes but what does that mean okay so i'm actually so so so
1: excited about this okay. because we're doing it um So we're calling it the collective, and it's going to be clothing, Mm -hmm. um, but it's also going to be a series of pop-up shops and collaborations. Because I really wanted to do something that was like more community oriented. I think that retail is changing Mm. so much; like every business is changing with the internet. Mm -hmm. But I think that there—I mean—and I'm sure you feel this too with with your spa. I mean, there is such a need for like that human connection yes. still like mm-hmm. we we're running a successful retail business even in the um even when people are saying that retail is dying it's, right, exactly like it's it's crazy yeah it, like a you know across the board maybe the numbers are down for retail in mm-hmm. general but i think that if you are doing something cool and different than people are doing there's
0: people want that and you do something memorable right yeah or, and you have a positive interaction with a human being like you know, the pendulum swims, swings in every direction. The other day I heard, um, you know, we're in the age of digital and everyone's podcasting and every there's artificial intelligence and everything gets like, you know, more automated and more everything. And I'm listening to, my girls were lashing each other, two of my girls, and they were listening to a podcast. But one of them said, no, not this episode. The epi- In the last episode, the guy, blah, blah, blah. In this episode, this character, blah, blah, blah. And I thought immediately... Oh my god, it doesn't matter how podcasty it is. We're in old-time radio days. Remember like right. when there was no TV and families would get ga- you right. see pictures of families gathered around the radio? Like it swings You're so right. You know, and it, it, so there is a lot of, you know, online shopping and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: but it doesn't mean that there's not room for mm. a small retail store to make it.
0: And so, you're gonna have clothes? We're gonna have
1: clothing. I'm so excited about it. Um, Is it gonna be like your style? It's all my style. It's kind of like boho, a little bit like rock and roll. I love Um, that. Relaxed. You know, I love a good pair of sweatpants. I
0: love that. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, we're gonna do these like beautiful Indian sandals. So, a lot of it is like inspired. By my travels. So, usually when I travel somewhere, I'll find new brands from there or local artisans and then bring stuff back. So, like, since I've had the store, we've done like a Morocco section, we've done an India section. Um, I was just in Australia. So, I found some really cool Australian designers that we'll bring into this shop.
0: That's so cool. Do you envision your shop? Like, do you envision like lots of Katie Diamond stores around the nation? Do you like how do you? Okay, so what's the dream? I'm not a
1: hundred percent sure. Like, I'm really enjoying where I am right now, honestly. Like, I feel like things are good for me. I have a really like manageable, happy life. So, um, we had a store two years ago in montclair mm-hmm. and that was super challenging for me that we still had the store in ridgewood mm-hmm. and um i think it was honestly like the first thing that i did professionally mm-hmm. that i put a lot of energy into that didn't work
0: out it's so cool that you're talking about this
1: yeah i mean i you know I, when i was going through it, it i think it was like really challenging i mean physically challenging too, like just to be commuting that far and um, having the store here and going back and forth yeah. and having two kids and not having a nanny and Right. Juggling. Yeah. And the store just never took off the way that this one did. Um, mm. I don't know if it was location. I don't know if it wasn't if it was that I didn't have ties to the community. I don't know if we didn't do the right marketing. Yeah. Um, it just Never, you know, we never developed like that community around it
0: the way that we you did have in Ridgewood. Here. Yes, right, because the Ridgewood community like has embraced you in every like single way. You're like, it, it's, it, it's been it's incredible, amazing,
1: and like honestly, I've met so many friends through the store, right? Too, like it attracts such an amazing type of it's woman. Your ride, babe. It's just really, it's great. It's made me so happy and fulfilled.
0: So what what happens when you're like? oh, shit, I don't know if this second location, this Montclair location is working out. Like, Um, what is that like?
1: I mean, it's like a total, like, blow to your ego, honestly. right? Yeah, it's hard to, like, you know, have something that doesn't go well. You know, that, like, you're going in there and you're sitting there and waiting for someone to come in all
0: day. It reminds me of. And
1: you have to wake up the next day and do it again. It's
0: crazy. It is. It reminds then, me of like that quiet that like you have to show – when you show up on your yoga mat and you're not sure what's going to show up and you just have to like sit there and wait to process whatever comes. It's like yeah, showing up to like an empty class or like if you're going to have a party and you don't know if people are going to show up, it's like that kind of crickets. Exactly. And scary. like they don't.
1: Oh, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so luckily, I mean I always – think about like I am so lucky that that wasn't my first store because I wouldn't have opened a second store I wouldn't have it would have hurt tried too much. it again yeah. yeah so um being that it was my second store like mm-hmm. I was okay you know it wasn't a huge investment mm-hmm. I was able to move my inventory into Ridgewood mm-hmm. um Ridgewood was successful at mm-hmm. the time so it wasn't like I like you know, had to close my business because one store failed. Right. Um, so in the whole in the grand scheme of things, it was okay. Right. It was, you know, and it definitely is one of those I'm someone that freaks out over things. Right. right. It I feel like it was such a lesson that like it's okay. Right. Did like no you freak matter out? what did you have a freak out? Oh my God. I mean I was just I was so stressed. I was so sad and stressed, you yeah. know. It, it's like and it's hard when people are coming in with the best intentions, and they're like, "How's Montclair?"
0: And you're like, and "You're like, oh, it's, oh, it's okay, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's great." It's, yeah, it's it's getting but there. So Montclair didn't take off, but Ridgewood was growing. Yes. the entire yeah, time. yeah. So
1: I mean, that's like so. Show. Then that's hard too when something's growing, and it's like you're understaffed there because you have to be in another location. So it was just like very tricky to
0: to manage and. So how long did it take to let like the, the pride and the, the hurt kind of go? Like um, after you were close? I felt closed- like
1: I had to shut it down and then I was able to be like, you know, it just didn't work out. yeah um, Because even till the end I was optimistic. Like I was like, we're gonna be busy during Christmas. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love like that about you. It's gonna turn around. What? Okay, so but but so now you've learned the lessons from Montclair.
1: I've learned the lessons, but I still want to open another one. So so okay. That yeah. being said, um, I I want to try this with the clothing because i do think that people get my style here. Mm, I think, I so, think that there's like something here and it's different than what's happening mm-hmm. other places mm-hmm. and i just want to give it a try and i like the yeah. idea of collaborating with other women.
0: What's this deal with you and women? Like why why i'm so, i feel oh like i'm gosh. so tired of 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 trying to explain to people how obsessed i am with you with your team with my team oh that my it's gosh. like this it's real like, like great amazing woman vibe like what's so i don't know if
1: it's because i grew up with sisters and a mom i'm very close to Mm -hmm. and we had you know we had this it was such a female energy house that Mm -hmm. that's what i'm used to i have two boys who i love so much Mm -hmm. now
0: they're so cute
1: um but living in a house with two sons and a husband is very different than growing up in a house with two sisters Mm -hmm. and a mom yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. so I don't know if I I get that from the uh, from other mm-hmm. women in my life and that's why I'm so drawn to these creative amazing women that I surround myself with.
0: How do you manage being an uh, an entrepreneur? You're going to have two stores. Yeah. Um and have your beautiful boys. How so old are your boys? They're 13 and 11. Yeah. And so you've had your store since your I've only had was my little. store oh, for 4, four years, years. Yeah. but
1: I've always had my jewelry business. So I was always traveling and doing all these different trade shows and we've sold to hundreds of stores worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um so I always had a career that took
0: me away oh, from wow. them. Yeah. yeah. And what what is managing that like because I have one daughter and I find it sometimes like I have to make the decision like okay i may not be the best mom today i have to like put my nose down and like work on this right do you find that you're making those choices um i try not to okay. i try
1: to always err on the side of my kids kids yeah i yeah. do and like i think i'm able to do that because um of my team
0: yeah like
1: i i have to be able to leave at three mm-hmm. every day that's like just i i didn't always do that but now it's like a non-negotiable
0: it's a a really nice like arrangement one of the things that i find really nice about um having my own business is that when my daughter is sick and like let's say she or or she just needs a break like she just needs a day like she can come with me and we can hang out and she's that's great you know in that environment so like having that flexibility is sometimes so so Wonderful. Um, I really admire that you're leaving every day at three. I think that's goals for me.
1: I mean, I come back sometimes. I'll yeah. come back at four or five, like depending on what's going on with them, if I'm dropping them at a practice or mm-hmm. if they're like with their friends mm-hmm. for a while. I, you know, but mm-hmm. I need to be home for like an hour to see what they have for homework, mm-hmm. what they want to eat, what's going on, you know, yeah. at least. They're not, like, hanging out with me anymore at that age right? as much. I wish they were. Right. It <laughs> um, happens. But it just is that sort of, um, I feel like I have to be there. I think it gets like more intense as
0: they get older I think too. So, too. Yeah, I thought it was going to be easier a little bit to like be away more, but it's not. You you, you kind of need to be there yeah. more.
1: And then that's part of the the thing with me having businesses close to my house. Like I have the flexibility to run home or mm-hmm. to uh,
0: and then to come back. So that's what I'm most excited about is that your new store is going to be literally on the same block as we're going to eat place. turkey
1: sandwiches on potato rolls with potato chips with potato at chips. least once. a week week. <laughs> I know that
0: that sounds like the best. Um, I think that this community um, Ridgewood is really lucky to have you Katie. I think yeah, that right back at you. you might not even realize how big of an impact your presence has Oh my gosh, you're so nice. It's it's true. You are leading with integrity, you're doing business yeah. with integrity. Thanks. You're building your employees, you're building women and you're building community. You're strengthening the community and uh I don't I I I think that um that's going to go really far what you know like the ripples, you know when you put a pebble in a mm-hmm. lot of ripples. You know, um, I think your girls take care of the clients in the way that you would want to take care of the clients, and I'm so happy to meet somebody who's so aligned in our values in life and in business. I think
1: we knew as soon as we met each other, though, because everything you're saying to me, I could be saying to you. Thanks, Katie Diamond. That's
0: true. Thanks for (laughs) sitting and talking and telling us about all your Katie Diamond things, and Um, I love you and I'm so happy you're going to be on the block. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, (laughs) Me too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Luminous Life podcast. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. And to check out all things Beauty Skin Soul, you can find us at www.getluminous.com. See you next time.